Yeah. Uh-oh. I thought you were going to do something. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. I didn't do anything. In. I didn't come. I, I the I way choked. You, before, right before you said okay. okay, and it felt very like. Um, sorry. That's okay. Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's it. Um, hi everyone. Welcome. Welcome to a podcast. A safe space. A safe space. A quiet space. A warm space. Oh. I'm going in a different direction. With the all red reader, Lillian's wearing like a red turtleneck and then a red shawl. It's very vagina monologue. Oh, God. How horrible. (laughs) That's horrible. How many... When was the vagina monologue heyday? Late 90s had to be. Yeah. I feel like I had to go see one performance of it for some reason. Yeah. I think it's a classic like... um, Hey, I'm in the... Yeah. Because there's so many parts, right? So, like, everyone gets a dumb part. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, they're, you know, like, you can do, I think there are many that are, like, official. Yeah. Dynamo, like, Eve Eisner or whatever. Uh-huh. Released. And so you can cast as many people. Right. What a nightmare time um, in our history. <laughs> in our history. You thought, you thought 2020 was bad? Remember Black Spock Theaters? <laughs> okay. Okay. That, um, that was the real shit show. I mean, if Twitter were available back then, people have been like, "Why is no one talking about how bad the vagina <laughs> monologues?" Is? Or, I mean, obviously it would it would be a thing. Anyways, hi everyone. Hello. Welcome to Foh. It's a podcast about the service industry. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And um, yeah, everything we said is true up until now. <laughs> For the last two years. For as the well. last two years, there's been zero wrong nice. information. Um, I was actually thinking about all the things that I regret saying on this podcast. Do you ever do that? I mean, you know that I don't remember <laughs> literally anything I say on this podcast. <laughs> I will say that I regret um, first. I, I regret the dragging I've done of other restaurants on this. Oh, okay. like like personal experiences in yeah. other restaurants. I feel that that's not really that cool of me to have done. Mm. You know? Yeah. So I I'm sure I've said stuff I regret. I say stuff I regret all the time. I mean, I've definitely said other things I regret and like dumb things that aren't true. But that is like I'm like ah, uh, that sucks. I very much like I never grew out of the like didn't do the reading in class like for uh-huh. class come in hand up yeah immediately and i do that every week on this podcast no you read um i'm you know back on my sally rooney grind but she was talking about one of the characters and she was like he realized at college that not everyone did the reading and so he's like he did the read and i was like i wish that had been me i got so jealous in that moment of who anyone who did reading in college interesting yeah <laughs> um, I didn't. you didn't ever you must I mean, have learned no, I something. Did, I, yeah, I did some, but I wish I had taken it more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I did. So, and I look know. at me. Look at me. Look at um, me. No, clearly you don't have to do it. We're in the same, you don't need a college education. Um, you know. Yeah, but I um, paid for one. Yeah, that's the, that's the bummer part. <laughs> so that's kind of the, kind of the funny, yeah. funny little thing. I guess that's the one thing. Yeah. Um, do you have any service stories, Kelly? Well, I kind of wrote about this a little bit in my news, or I alluded to in my newsletter, but it really went from summer to fall this week. The best. 
like sharp, sharp turn. Heaven. And um, work. So working service this weekend was like people. It's like it's a classic moment where people obviously they can't go inside right now, but this is a service classic where people are like I'm just a little chilly on uh-huh. the patio, uh-huh. and you're like, hang it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You should have thought about that. Get a layer, babe. Especially now, there's like simply nothing to do. But one of the funny things about like this moment was like realizing, as I often do, that like just the average like idiot working service knows so much more about like the goings on of the world than the average idiot who is dining in a restaurant. Right. So I was talking to a regular who is like super sweet, super nice about like just the future. And I was like, well, yeah, like you can't burn like commercial properties. You can't burn propane in New York. And he was like, Oh, and I was like, an electrical heaters like don't really work. And he was like, okay. And, and I was like, and there's no bar service with the indoor dining guidelines. So we're only approved to have eight seats open with 25% capacity. So that doesn't really make sense. And he was like, Oh, <laughs> and it's like, everything is just anyone would know that in a restaurant. Yeah. Because like, I don't know. That's just pertinent information. Yeah. And it's just like, you can interact with restaurants every day of your life as a patron and not know anything. Yeah. And it just is, Every time it strikes me anew, you know, <laughs> that I'm like, oh, wow, like, you can just walk through the world. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people think that about, they don't, they're like, you don't know about my job. True. It's like, but I don't go to your office every fucking day. That's true. That would be weird of <laughs> me <laughs> if strange. I did that. Do you want me to do that? And be like, oh, it, so that's how yeah. roads <laughs> are built. Consumer relation. Uh, uh, algorithm. <laughs> Can't think of a single job title. Yeah. Like, um, um, architect office. So that's the architect's <laughs> office, I presume. And here you have a paper that you draw on. Mm-hmm. So I know about that. Mm-hmm. Graph paper, probably. You know? I know. Those little boxes. I know I'm the familiar. little boxes. I've, I had to do that. <laughs> Okay, so we're on the same page. Uh, Yeah, but it's just like, it's funny. I think that it's very easy for like the, you know, readers of the New York Times to be like, you know, like this is such a slapdash job and like look at teachers and look at restaurants and like, and, and be like, yeah, like this isn't, this isn't right. This isn't right the way this is happening. And then as soon as it like infringes on them at all or like makes them slightly uncomfortable, they're like, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like if somebody made that plan, it has to have some merit. Right. Right. They wouldn't just. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you can read it and be like 25% capacity. That makes no sense. And then it's like drops 10 degrees and you're like, let me Yeah. Eric Andre. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Again, the poor stunted souls of yeah. this of this world. Um, yeah, really true. It's gonna be, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be really bad. We got a new turn coming. Oh yeah, you know, freaky. A little freaky dicky turn. <laughs> a little freaky in the spookiest month <laughs> of all. It's true. <laughs> I looked out my window last night to the uh, fairly obnoxious restaurant below. Oh, yeah, no music today. Um, 
No, you better knock on wood right now. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? I I know. I'm gonna I, like look. You move to a city. You take in. You know a, a certain amount. You live in a vibrant neighbor. You're gonna hear things. You can't expect dead silence. I completely. Re- I always make fun of people who are like, it's so loud. I'm like, well, it shouldn't have moved to New York City. Like yeah. that's just what it is. Anyways, but I will say that um, the restaurant across the street from my house. Uh, is constantly playing about the same three playlists. And I will say that the playlists are so chaotic as to there's absolutely no theme, time period, genre, you know, consistency. Yeah. So it'll be like Buddy Holly into Red Hot Chili Peppers (laughs) into like Nas or something. You're just, it just, it's, this combination that absolutely rattles my brain to the point where I'm like, I have to put on headphones and close all the doors at some point. It's also interesting because you know, it is actually like a curated playlist because if you just went to like a Spotify, like music channel, yeah, like, that right. would, that wouldn't be the sequence. Right. So, you know, someone sat down in iTunes library and was like, good song. Good song. It's literally like someone's like, this is music. Yeah. It's mu- It's a music playlist. It's like, <laughs> Diana Ross, Coldplay, <laughs> Black Eyed Peas, and like it, it really defy. You think you know what's coming next, and you absolutely cannot. You cannot know Left what's turn. coming next. Anyways, um, but I looked out my window at this restaurant that plays music from probably 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. every single day, and they had um, actual little like little fires everywhere one might say little fires on every table it was like a open i was like what is this oh like the catering like when you do it kind of looked like yeah like a bunsen burner i'm like what are y'all doing (laughs) it looked very crazy it cannot be legal at all 100 percent. i'm i think it was even like encased in glass i was like that is gonna shatter like i mean maybe they'll get closed down i don't want that it's mean anyways very crazy Big yikes. And look, I've never called anything on that restaurant. I've never called the cops, 311, okay? No complaints. So I am a saint in this situation. Yeah. Anyways. Mm. My only, well, service-related idea was I was just thinking fondly upon all of the people who... I was just thinking about how, like, when you get somebody who's just, like, so out of left field and such a character and that feeling of, like, total surprise and glee, mm-hmm. I really miss... And I think COVID in general, like, it eliminates the chances of you, like, coming upon a character totally. and interacting with them. And I was like, man, I really miss the, like, look to your coworker when you're like, this person's yeah, fucking... Like, Why don't you come a little closer and hear what they say to me? You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like... Like that guy, I was thinking specifically that guy last year who was like, have you ever Googled hell? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, that moment was like such a... You rode that high for two weeks. I literally, I was like, I could think about that conversation every day. It's like so fucking yeah. funny. Related to that, I, I miss the like sort of ambient threat of like a celeb, <laughs> like a blue <laughs> celeb coming in. Yeah. Like, I don't know where the like New York like C-listers are. Mm. I don't know if it's because I was working in Williamsburg, so I had more exposure and now I'm in Prospect Heights, which is yeah, like that's a probably less. what it is. But it's like, you know, I want to see a Jonah Hill. I want to see mm-hmm. a, I want to see a, a washed up model. I want to see like, I think that's I mean? all like, uh, 
Greenwich Village. Yeah, maybe if I was in the city. In the city. In the city, Upper West Side. That's where they all are. Yeah. But I don't I don't think I bet you most of them just haven't come back yet. I know. Oh. New York is dead. R.I.P. <laughs> this city. New York is dead if I can't walk down the street and see Dave Franco for no reason. <laughs> uh. Jonah Hill really used to come in so often. I know. He really did. He was like, he was my, my guy. He, my guy. Is he like fat again or do we know? I think he's sort of like, he's, 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 he's middling. Line, which is appropriate, I think. Yeah, that's how his body probably should be. It's probably what it was. I mean, he looked pretty, pretty weird. Yeah. You, the the it, gaunt Jonah the, Hill. The, the, it's not, he doesn't his have head the, is the huge. skull shape for it. No. To be like a thin man. Not a natural bone structure. Mm-mm. Also, Jonah, that's a... That's a hefty name. <laughs> that's a hefty it's name. It's a stout sort of... And I mean, I mean that, you know, that's my highest compliment. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. Um, Beanie Feldstein playing Monica Lewinsky, which I think is a great fit. Oh, I don't know who that is. That's his little sister. No, I know who that... I don't know who Monica Lewinsky is. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh. Um... <laughs> No. I don't know. Like that's your Puritan politic. Never I don't heard know. of her. <laughs> Never heard of her. No, are you kidding me? I had to know what a blowjob was when I was like eight years old because of that. So. Oh yeah, my parents described it to me. They're like, "There's a special kind of kiss that's oh, just for my husband and wife." God. Uh, see, when we were talking about talking to your kids about sex, that's disgusting. I mean, I didn't know how. It's like for a me that what, special kind of kiss. What are they supposed to say? Nothing. They're supposed eight. to say nothing. I know, but I was like very, you know, like I was into the Clint. My parents are like true blue Democrats. Same. Like I was into the Clintons. No, as same. A kid. You know how my mom felt about a Southern gentleman in the White House. Oh, I mean, yeah. she loved it. Oh yeah, my mom like you know my mom and Hillary Clinton are. So it's like it's crazy to me how similar they are. Interesting. I mean, not in the war, but like yeah, yeah. in their like paths. I see. I see. My mom is like cuckoo. Yeah. I mean, same. You know. Uh, God. Very, God bless. She's very like. I don't. She's a very funny lady. The women of that time didn't have an option. They had to be cuckoo. Yeah. Um, okay. But she, she, you know, my mom rocks and nevertheless she persisted tea. Oh, interesting. Okay. I actually haven't checked in on her since RBG died. Oh, check in on your moms, everybody. <laughs> Hello, mommy. The moms are upset. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> actually, yeah, we can't touch that. Um, <laughs> anyways. Okay, so shall we pivot? Yeah. To subject? Um, mm, in light of current events, this seemed like a good topic. Yeah. Some things have unfolded recently. I feel like this, we're going to be talking about Mission Chinese and all of the uh, assorted scandals associated with it. I think that it's not, it is definitely like New York gossip, restaurant gossip, but I think beyond that, it's definitely like uh, holds a lot of like different aspects of what's Absolutely. going on now, restaurants in general. Yeah. When so- are, Basically, yeah. this is like Mission Chinese announced that it's closing its Manhattan location today, I think, or yesterday, yeah. four days ago, something like that. And no, not today. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> it's embroiled in scandal since basically its inception. Yeah. But at least one class action about racial and sexual harassment and also like 
the CDC leaving and Danny Bowen. And like, there's been many for, I would say solidly three years, like a true. Yeah. To say reckoning, it's a three year reckoning. Yeah. Does that work? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Does that, <laughs> is that what a reckoning is? Yeah. yeah. If, if nothing happens, <laughs> is that a reckoning? If there's no consequences <laughs> or change of behavior. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but for at least three years, it's been publicly. Yeah. And like, legally yes been presented as right you know right um yeah so okay i actually i was saying to kelly it's this this episode is basically like a true crime episode because i had to write down (laughs) a timeline i had to write down all of the people involved there are multiple players in this situation Uh, an important timeline i don't know yeah let's go through it i guess um do you want to? Do, I mean, people know what Mission Chinese is. Margarino. We don't. We don't know. Oh God, we don't need to tell them what mission, what the restaurant no, is. No, I don't know. It's know. a hype restaurant. If you don't know what it is, it's it's it, just like it's it's been. It was hyper cool, and then it's been chasing that for five years. Five years. Yeah. Um, and the I don't know what his official. T- I mean, he was the the chef and the. Because he moved from San Francisco to New York to start this Yeah, so this Danny location. Bowen is, like, he's a very interesting guy because he's, like, Korean, but he was adopted by white parents in Oklahoma. And then in San Francisco, he started doing pop-ups in Chinese restaurants, like in dim sum restaurants. And he opened a brick and mortar. And then he came to New York and opened a brick and mortar here. And then he had, like, there was a rat infestation. Yeah. And... He like preemptively closed. Like that's the other thing too is they have this like history of like they just eek by. Yeah. You know, like he didn't get shut down by the Department of Health. He like failed an inspection, I think, and yeah. then they shut it down and yep. they moved. Like he's has it's repeating yeah, a pattern now. Totally. And also like the vibe is very like underground. There's free beer. It's a th- three hour wait. It's like, just like very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you have to know how to, you know, one of those like, not secretive, but like, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that was the Orchard Street vibe. By the yeah. Time yeah. No, no, of course. That was like the OG vibe. And then yeah. um, when they moved, it became a little more, a little more polished. Um, but essentially that was like 2014 or something. 2017, um, there is the start of a, like, a sexual harassment and racial discrimination sort of like outcry from the employees. It's yeah. made public ish. Yeah. Cause it's, they filed a class action, right? That I think that happened in like early 2018, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically the same time. So basically they had to, they had not, they did not have an HR department yet. Yeah. They got one. This is also like, they have PR, they have HR. Like this is like a big glossy company at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, huge brand name but also like yeah you have like he at one point had two restaurants in new york you have the one in the mission still like this was like it's not a small this isn't like when they're like we don't have hr like it is pretty standard for groups at least in new york to have hr like i've worked in multiple restaurants that have hr yeah even towards the smaller side like Pock Pock had HR. Yeah. And that was like not a huge restaurant, but like I mean, it makes sense if you're at a certain amount of money and a certain amount of investors, like it's just covering your it's just good yeah, business exactly. sense. It's just exactly. good business sense. 
Um, and so, yeah, it's in this funny place where it's like very cool, very well known, but it isn't like a, an empire per se, I would yeah. say. So it's kind of in this strange, strange place. Um, the class action lawsuit brought forth by the employees is extremely Pretty fucked up. fucking damn it. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Not only is there, uh, abuse that is pretty beyond the standard, what one might say the standard is in kitchens, which is already obviously bad. Um, specifically to black employees. They said that someone had like hot oil and they burned someone with a spoon. Yeah. The hot spoon. Like a black employee, like burned them with like hot oil and a hot spoon. Yeah. Like just, I mean, yes, like way above and beyond. And I have, I'm, I had someone years ago who worked there, an acquaintance of mine who was like, oh yeah, Danny Bowen himself is like really racist and would just like bring people up from dishwashers and like, like African people and then put them on the line and then be like, why don't you like, why don't you understand what's going on? And like berate people. Right. Setting people up for (sighs) humiliation. And, um, so yeah, so that happened. It was pretty public. All the details are pretty damning. Danny Bowen and uh, I guess his his wife, now ex-wife, is sort of involved in this at this stage. But they, basically they were like, we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know this was happening. We're sorry. Distancing themselves from it a little right. bit. Right. So they said that they were like, the CDC is this other woman who we gave her like carte blanche. She hired the GM. She hired the sous chef. Like they were like, we, we trusted her. Yeah. Basically the other people involved at this point who are more, who have like, this is now resurfacing, but, um, Angela Dimayuga and, uh, Quinn Lee. Yeah. Quinn Lee is the guy, it is the, is the chef who allegedly burned people and, and sexually harassed sexually and harassed and made people cry, called them fat, like verbally abusive. Trump is like gonna, gonna deport, deport. Yeah. like really truly awful stuff. Um and then this woman Angela was supposed to be like in charge of him, right? Yeah. And she because she was like the highest working, like day to day working chef. Right. And then mm-hmm. she had hired him from Vinegar Hill. Right. And then when Danny Bowen and his wife were made aware, allegedly were made aware yeah. of it, they did a HR investigation. They were like, well, he had this reputation. She was shielding him from any like consequence, da, 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 da. which is also so fucked up. We've talked about a million times on this podcast, what the actual role of HR is, which is protecting the owners. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Just fuck that. Like, fuck HR. Well, yeah. And I mean, the other, and we can talk about this more, but like, so this guy, Quinn Lee, by all accounts, was one of the main instigators, the main offender, allegedly, yeah. whatever. I don't know if I, if I even have to say that, but, um, and, but every, but a lot of the, uh, like, no one's going to listen to this, but a lot of the, um, attention is on Angela yeah. right now, which you know, just as face value, obviously, is not completely fair. Um, even though she 
did know about this person. People did tell her. Obviously, she probably saw and heard it herself. She knew who he was and did not, and like by all means, like protected him and didn't, you know, stood up for him, vouched for him, et cetera. Yeah. Which is not acceptable. Um, but also, you know, he was the one doing it. Yeah, he was doing it. (laughs) But also it's like you do have to be I think it's just like I think what is so shitty about like Angela is that like in the same time she's doing interviews and she was getting a lot of attention. That's kind of why she wasn't really present in the kitchen. So that I think that was part of her excuse too. Yeah. She was a rising star at this moment too, while this was happening. Cause she was brought in to take the place and like of oversee while Danny was working on other like, you projects, know, projects or whatever the fuck, like cool t-shirts. Yeah. Stuff. Um, and, and so she was supposed to be the one in charge of protecting people and looking after staff. That's yeah. when this guy was really going rampant. So, yeah. and then, but I think, yeah. And so she was like t- doing these interviews where she's like, it's so important to me as a woman, as a queer person, like I understand, like, you know, like I can view myself as like in these spaces, but also like as an observer of these spaces and we can't burn ourselves out and we can't accept these cultures and we can't like, like she was kind of saying that she was like, counter to the things that people were like, no, that happened in your kitchen. Right. And like, I think that is like, right. The hypocrisy. I think that's what's like galling. And like, obviously it's not saying it's as bad as actually perpetrating that stuff, but it's like talking out of both sides of your mouth is right. And it's that thing that we, we have said it ourselves and personally experienced and you see it all the time is like, co-opting and using an image or a brand or an identity and then just blatantly being quite the opposite of that or using it to your advantage in a way that's really fucked up. And I think that like, it's something that I think is hard to parse and it's like mission Chinese, like part of like what is like the problem there. And we've talked about it on this podcast, but it's like it to be cool. You do have to like, it's very hard to be ethical and cool. And like, and that's what these, like all of the players in this, like that's what everybody wants is to be able to be like the cool guy, but also the woke guy and the ethical guy. And like, it's like, you don't get to do all of that stuff. Right. Like you don't get to be cool with everybody because like some people are shitty. Right. Well, they all, and I think the driving force between, I mean, in general, so much evil, but in this case, so much of the fucked up stuff that happened was that people just wanted to be like a celebrity. Yeah. They wanted to be rich and famous and that fucks with you and makes you do really, really fucked up stuff. And you're not loyal. You're only fucking thinking about yourself. It's like you will push people down at any cost. Yes. 100%. Like, the the desire for fame specific but like restaurant fame is it is, is it's such a particular yeah. dark yeah matter it's dark matter <laughs> it's creepy no it's so weird it's so creepy and because you have to say oh i don't want that that's the other thing is like i mean obviously like, like act- my food my food speaks for itself yeah obviously actresses will always do that that it's like oh and it, okay, it's internalized misogyny. I said actresses, mm. but it's like that you're like, I don't want fame. I just want to be able to like, you know, like perform. And it's like, well, okay. What's the end goal of the performance then? Like, right. It's like, but chefs have to do it. Chefs do it to a truly the nth degree where they're like, 
look, I don't want fame. I don't want a restaurant empire. I just want to cook my food. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, like... <laughs> Collab, like... She, yeah, yeah, like, fucking photo shoots. Yeah, cool, like, skate gear for some yeah. reason. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody wants to be Bethany at the end of the damn day. You know? She's honest about it. She She's sure driving is. around in that little skinny girl car. She's saying, I use this ranch dressing every day on our Jason's Instagram stories. In skinny girl car, <laughs> and he had to drive me two hours. I mean, if you're going to be shameless in your actions, you might as well just fucking be shameless outright. Because it's like, we're going to fucking, either it's going to catch up with you or people can tell already. People can tell <laughs> that that group is like, it's so, it's so embarrassing. There's no heroes. There's no heroes. I just think that group also like for me, I just think, especially that man, I haven't even been to the Bushwick location, but I guess like people are like, that's cool. I feel like the Manhattan location is like, has not been cool for a minute. I went there and it was one of the most bizarre experiences of my life. It I, was like my favorite restaurant for a while. Yeah. I was high, but it was... <laughs> I was high. It was my favorite restaurant, I would say, circa 2016. Yeah. Yeah. That's around the time I think I went there. But anyways, um, so, I mean, like, honestly, the the employees who... And they have since spoken out. So this new thing is because... Angela basically is alleging that Danny Bowen it was like sexually harassing people with yeah, saying fucked so up stuff. So this just came out a few months ago. Yeah, again, like, and then they had, yeah, this came out. She accused, she resigned. Right. Then Danny Bowen and his ex-wife came out and said, she resigned because she knew we were going to fire her. Because they fired the fucked up chef and they were going to fire her. They were going to fire her. Then she like counter accused Danny Bowen who is, by all accounts, a shitty dude. And then he put out some statement on BLM, but then turned off the comments and then was like, no, I turned off the comments so I could more honestly engage. And it's like, no, you are all maniacs. And then his um, his ex-wife, Young Me, is uh, her own sort of character. Yeah. Um, she's a uh, self-identified comedian. <laughs> <laughs> which I will not comment further on. I will say that uh, if you watch Vanderpump Rules, I'm definitely having an Ariana on the beach moment. <laughs> you know what? We get, I won't say anything further than I'm being a real Ariana when Kristen is taking improv classes about it. Okay. And um, I hope it doesn't push me into being a Britney's mom. Okay. Thank you. And, and then, End of statement. End of statement. Um, Please contact my lawyer <laughs> for further. But she, she's she been pretty vocal about defending uh, Danny Bowen, which a lot of people are like, well, it's true because she has a fucked up relationship with him and they're not on good terms. So what she's saying must be true. Yeah. Um, I will say I would never uh, trust the opinion of a, either an ex-partner necessarily in this case. Like, yeah. obviously, if someone says this person abused me, you believe it. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But in this specific narrative, I think you have to not completely take it at face value because there's obviously money involved. Exactly. Grain of salt. Grain of salt. And um, these people are ex-business owners or current business owners, but like, Obviously, what are yeah. they going to fucking say? You know, hundred percent. I think that's like such a good point is like, I think she, like 
whatever. Yes. I think that's a really good point. Uh, look, and I will be, I will say that a lot of our friends are friends with a lot of these people. And yeah. so it's like, I'm not trying to talk shit necessarily because I don't know these people. I mean, I've, we got a lot of DMS. <laughs> I asked uh, if people wanted to, talked about Mission Chinese and y'all really did. did. So and you weren't just saying the Mapa tofu was good. <laughs> so clearly this place has a very complicated and long history of not only just a bad environment, but um, the complicated thing of like the brand and the culture yes. and, and that really silences people because again, everyone wants to be cool and everyone that's the bottom fucking cool. line. And like, Man, like, yeah, brand is such a, like, toxic thing that's been introduced into restaurants and, like, social media and, like, all this shit is just so fucking dark because it's, like, it both gives people, like, I I was saying this before we started running. I was, like, Notes app got a lot of mileage (laughs) out of this fucking one. Like, you, it gives people both, like, the platform to speak out, but then, like, to comment on the people who are speaking out. Like, it's, like... It's, All of this being like meted out through like either Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, or like Eater, which is owned by Vox. Yeah. Like it's all like being like it's like the and like and, and the restaurants themselves are funded by venture capitalists. It's so crazy. And it's like it's fucking insane. And it's and it's like it's giving these people these like perceptions of themselves and and what the world owes them and like their own import and it's like it's fucking dark well also because of our like insane fucked up world that we create not we but that we that we created ourselves that we're we're the autistic kid yeah exactly um neurodivergent but um (laughs) (laughs) but um because now a big way for people to make money is off of themselves as a brand. Yes. And they have to make themselves more and more into a palatable brand, which just leaves everyone wide open for all of this fucked up shit to happen. Yes. So it's like, obviously if you have to like train yourself to become a monetized person, yes. Yes. that is so fucked up. It does something it to do, you. It does, obviously. It does something to you. And then that we also, like, have created, like, that instead of, like, any, like, actionable, like, political consequence movement fucking, you know, like, it, 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 it is these fucking culture wars. Yeah. And instead of saying, like, this kitchen was run this way, like, it's all... It's like, well, what did Danny Bowen say about Black Lives Matter? And then he turned off the comments instead of like, it's right. It's so fucked. And like, I just, it make me crazy. It's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. And honestly, like the employees who filed an actual lawsuit, like, damn, that's, that takes a lot of that guts. That takes a lot of guts. But then they had to sign an NDA. Yeah, exactly. To right. get the payout from the lawsuit, yeah. you have to sign an NDA. Which, NDA, how is that? Why are NDAs, how is that? Also, I, we all have seen, and I don't know if this is a recent leak or something, but have you seen the actual documents? Because yeah. they put them out. I'm like, how, how is this, like, how does this work? I don't know. I'm not, I don't, yeah. I'm not a lawyer. I don't I'm know. I'm not a lawyer. Of, but the NDAs and the um, proliferation of NDAs in our society is like, 
the damn hell? How are these I don't things, know. What? Can we just... There should be the purge. For, I, someone said this on Twitter that it was like purge for NDA, purge day for NDA. Yeah. Where it's like one day a year. You, can you just get to like, say. You get to be like let out of the NDA because it's like the the amount of evil in this, in yeah. this country that's covered up by NDAs is like. No, it's totally. Actually bananas. Yeah, it's really crazy. Also like, oh my God, I was just imagining <laughs> I'm like the worst person to have. I would never, I would never uh, adhere to an NDA. No, I've signed an NDA. I know you have. <laughs> Which is crazy that Roberta's makes you sign an NDA. Well, Roberta's and Mission are like very, there's a lot of like social overlap there. Right. Um, I'm like the DW sign where she's like, this sign won't stop me. I can't read. Right, right. Make me sign an NDA? Yeah. No. I can't read. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Joke's on you. That was an X, babe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> X. Let's bring back signing an X as your signature. <laughs> Let's bring back literacy. I think that's cool. Um, yeah, man, it's all really fucked up. And it's also like, like Trace, going back on the threads for this was like, made me feel really fucked up. I was like, this I'm also is basically off Instagram now. Yeah. And to go back. Yeah. To go back onto Instagram. You're like, I mean, I'm off Twitter. I deleted it. Yeah, I love that for you. I'm which, really happy for you. And it took it took Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> dying for me to be like, you know what? I can't do this. Yeah. I, it's the bad takes. I will return to Twitter, of course, but I'm like, I I can't be here for at least a week because yeah, you're like the Iranian hostages <laughs> and when Donald Trump is reelected, you'll be back on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's between the election cycles and this Ruth. Ba- I, it, it cannot. Yeah, no. I mean, I think it's 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 it's. I'm very happy for you. I mean, Instagram to me is less tough because all <laughs> I do is really what. Just laughing that you posted the video of yourself deleting it on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. I, Instagram is less annoying to me because I usually just post stories and then just like respond to people. Yeah. Resp- I don't like scroll. Yes, totally. Usually. So it's like, I don't, that doesn't take up that much of my time. Yeah. I think that like, I just don't really, I don't know. I don't connect to Instagram and yeah, it just like, I'm, I get so like, I, it, it, we respond to it differently and like it, Instagram is really depressing to me and Twitter Mm. is depressing to you. Yeah. I mean, Twitter, I think is, I think is together. We make a perfect. Hello. It sucks because Twitter actually is a great source for a lot of things. And I do like, especially with like actions and shit Mm -hmm. going, I really like rely on that. And and for news that like you don't hear about other places, it's important, but it's just like right now I'm like, I can't filter. Yeah. I, I totally feel that. It's, I mean, it's fucking hard and it's like, (laughs) Uh, uh, two of my friends have watched The Social Dilemma, which I will not be doing. Yeah. But I was, like, talking to a friend of mine about Twitter on Saturday, and she was like, it's a tick. It's a tick. Because that's what they say in The Social Dilemma. It's like, it's a tick. Oh. Like, you're not, like, you're not, like, interacting. You're just, it's. Sure, sure. Yeah, I've heard some criticism of that movie. (laughs) That film. (laughs) Um, Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just it's just like it continues to be interesting and fucked up to watch what happens as at and the only time it happens is when these places close. Yeah. 
or are about to close. Or like we've said, you don't have the option of going back. So you have nothing to lose. Jumping off the ship. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's so fucked up that, I mean, obviously this came out before it was going to close, but I think now it's like, we can really, it's when that's when media will reckon with it because they don't want to either. doesn't want to No reporter wants to be the one that is like, fuck this place. Yeah. Fuck these yeah. people. Because what if you need to write the next mm-hmm. Peabody award winning right. profile of Danny Bowen? And- well, a lot of people were saying that, um, again, I don't, but this woman, Angela was at the, during the time when the abuse was at its worst was on a huge publicity yeah. up like a huge, you know, rise. And, uh, it's it's fuck. It must be fuck. Make people sick to their fucking stomachs to yeah. see that. You know, and it's like, like I mean, I think it is, but it's like it's food media too. It's like yeah, of course. That's really. It's not really the staff is not to blame that no. shit happens. Like shit bubbles up when it closes. It's that like you're not like no one is willing to take a stand publicly. Well, because the money. It's all about money, it's all right? About the and it, money, and that's why journalism is ruined. Um. Also, like we've said, the only time anyone wants to talk to us is because this shit is so sad and horrible. Yeah. Also, I do want to say, and I said it in my newsletter, and I'm saying it here publicly for the feed. Okay. Pete Wells emailed Lillian. I'm over here getting fucking scraps. Some freelancer emails me. He's like, hey, I'm working on a piece for the Times about indoor dining. I was like, yeah. Well, I'm in touch with you. Maybe maybe someone you've heard of. (laughs) He said, I'm a freelancer. I said, okay, well, I got someone on staff. Pete and I in my back pocket. Pete and I have just a we have a rapport, and I think <laughs> that's what he really responds to. And it's not necessarily about you know who's prettier. No, not at all. <laughs> who's better? <laughs> who's funnier? <laughs> I will say that Pete has not respond. I I'm also uh, I did do a shameless plug in my response to him. But what else am I going to do? Of course. Um, because I did fucking do, I hunted down people and got names and emails cause I would die for Pete Wells. So I'm going to add in a little plug of a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? But I am for, very for babysitting services though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that you have a child and, <laughs> and you're like, I don't have a job right and now. I do have your address. So, <laughs> so I'm more than happy to stop by. I'm happy to come by <laughs> remote learning. I can, I can, I can figure that out. No problem. Reset the router. Oh my God. Modern day babysitter club. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I don't know. We'll see if he responds, yeah. but I'm very, you know, I, I, I type those emails very thoughtfully. Yeah. My little freelancer. We'll see what happens. Did you respond to your, with your experience or something? Uh, we, we talked on the phone. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. These freaks. These freaks. See fucking blood in the water. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? I said, here, hey, Pete, here's a story for you. This thing I'm doing, isn't that interesting? Why don't you g- get on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> here's a story for you. <laughs> Me. You know? Uh, <laughs> a glossy profile. <laughs> I got a great idea. <laughs> New York Magazine. New York Times Magazine. Front cover, Pete. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> a video of me, you know, I don't know. My Sunday. My Sunday. Do you write those? You should. Start now with me and my Sunday. Did you see that New York Times uh, cooking poached sola from Bon Out? No. Yeah. They put up a video. I said, oh, yeah. Hell yeah, baby. So it begins. Nice job. 
I can't. I hope she doesn't like call out Melissa Clark or something. I could take Carla falling. I don't care. Take Carla out. Carla Wally music. But if Melissa Clark goes down, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna that one's a dark day. That's gonna hit me hard. (laughs) That's gonna hit me hard. Those little that little delicate bone structure. That little face. I I I don't want to see her unhappy. No. I mean, you know, she deserves it, but. Let's hope not. God, please don't come to us with it. If you have any horror stories about <laughs> Melissa Clark, take them elsewhere. I won't read the blind item. I won't do it. Take it to some other podcast. Oh my God. I know. Um, well, I hope no one's that mad about what we said. I don't think we said anything that's not public knowledge. Also, a lot of you told us a lot of personal information that just made me say what I said without giving details, but... Suffice to say, a lot of you have said that working there was, by all accounts, and that's so good. fucking horrible. And that's so was good. it really bad? And Sam Anderson uh, is a cult survivor. What? He was raised in a cult. Who? The wine director. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Or former wine director. So he was very susceptible. Right. Damn. You watching the... The vow. Oh yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk uh, Patreon. Oh yeah, that a little bit. Great. We're gonna talk about we're, we're gonna talk about uh, Epstein's personal chef and and Nixium and I've been reading Chaos too. Great. Oh yeah, we we're gonna be lot. loaded, baby. No VPR this time. It's all cold hard other facts. Stuff. That is also kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. Sick. It's all other women's interests. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, uh, we do have one new patron. Oh, yeah, we do. That person's name is, I believe, David. I think so. David, thank you. And if your name's not David, still thank you. Still thank you. I believe it is David, it and is. it is David. Okay, great. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's all. it always brings a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. And now you get to read our newsletters. Mm-hmm. So, and get a fucking... New episode, different yeah. episode, secret episode. Secret. Cool. All right. Uh, the rest of you, we also love you. Yeah, we still love you guys. Yeah, no matter what, basically. I mean, I can't think of anything really you could do. But don't test it. But don't, yeah, let's <laughs> don't not. Push don't it. try. All right. All right. Bye.